wrestling fans of all ages, shapes, sizes, genders, and everything in between. It is time to go to war and be the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the revolution. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy. What's going on, everybody? This is Will Tarashuk, the founder of the Kings of the Rings podcast. What's going on, guys? It is I, the one and only Quiet Riot himself, Zach, your host of the Young Lions Perspective. What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight. Greetings, one and all. This is your Prime Minister speaking, your favorite Canadian, Mr. Fret. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Nate the F and Great from the Game Changer podcast. If you're looking for a network that keeps wrestling real, then you've come to the right place because you're listening to you are listening to you are listening to you are listening then you are listening. Get ready for a war because you're listening to what is going on, everybody. This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Now enjoy the show. Are you ready? I'm just one man, but I'm the one man back. Ladies and gentlemen, he is just one man that couldn't even get a move off in his return. Welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on WrestleLadic Radio. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador of the Bigs across all social media outlets. Thank you for listening to Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast on all of our social media, that Facebook, that Instagram, that Twitter. Uh, like, share, subscribe, listen to us each and every week right here on our individual feed or on WrestleLadic Radio where you get a bunch of other shows, including The Light Show, um, The Game Changer podcast, Young Lions Perspective, who's on vacation and I hope he's enjoying himself out in Colorado and, you know, wearing a mask and all of that shit because, you know, we're trying to save lives out here. Anywho, fine. How can we, how can we eat mushrooms without a, with a mask, though? How can we what? How can you eat the mushrooms with a mask? I, I don't know. It's uh, it's history's mysteries here. <laughs> put it on put it on the new ooh. season of Unsolved Mysteries well, coming to Netflix. Well, if you're outdoor dining, and, you're allowed ooh. to take your mask off when you eat. That's true. Very, very true. Anywho, folks, listen to WrestleLadic Radio. Like, share, subscribe. Listen to WrestleLadic Radio uh, each and every week, wherever you listen to your podcast, because we are literally everywhere. Um, and follow WrestleLadic Radio on Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and WrestleLadic Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Will, congratulations. Baseball's coming back. That's a positive. Negative, you're not going home anymore because SummerSlam moved to the PC. Yeah, we'll see how long baseball lasts, man. It's not, it's not looking too good. Like, half the MLB has fucking COVID right now. So, we'll see We'll see what happens. But uh, until then, you can find me thinking it over at Will Tarish, like T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, across all the interwebs. I'm excited for baseball. I'm going to actually watch it because I have time. So, Kate Murphy, who's your favorite baseball team? Um, I've always rooted for the Yankees. Damn right you do. But I, oh, I don't know, but I don't hate the Mets. They're not, they're not a real baseball team. I said baseball team. They're not a real okay. baseball yeah. team. I've also been to a Long Island Ducks game. Yeah, they're, they're not real either. They're just but they have Cracker Jack. God, that's why you would be an Oregon Duck fan if you watch college football. Well, is, is college, <laughs> this is the exact is college reason football why. happening this year or no? It's still up in the air. Is anything happening? You know, because we might lose half the population. Like this is doing a this is doing a slower job than Thanos did with his snap, but like it's almost as effective. Yeah, I saw on CNN they're predicting like two hundred six thousand people are gonna die of COVID by the end of the year or some shit, or by November. Yeah. They they originally picked a two million. That's so true. Could be worse. Could be worse. That's true. We could be living in an alternate multiverse, but who knows? At this point, uh, any anyway, that's, that's 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 twenty twenty one. Yeah, the, the sequel. <laughs> oh my god! If we make it to twenty twenty one, who the fuck knows? I we uh, better. But, I'm going to see My Chemical Romance in twenty twenty one. We have that's to. That's what you think so far. Shut up. Where are you going to see it? At the NAS- are you going to see it at the Nassau Coliseum? Fuck you. I'm going to New Jersey. <laughs> you should have seen it at the Coliseum. You'll have a better time. I know I would have had a better time at the Coliseum. I'm I'm still upset the Coliseum closed. Again. I was say, if you go now, you get front row tickets to the, <laughs> to the concert at the Coliseum. 
I went to my first Raw at the Coliseum. Hmm. Yeah, no waiting in line at the Coliseum these days. No tailgating at the Coliseum uh, these days. Uh, I know. But that new stadium in Belmont's going to be good. Uh, but you know what's not good? <laughs> you know what's not good? Heap Slater's return to Raw. Although, I will say, he looked jacked. Like, he looks yeah, like he, he, looked, he looked always really that good, actually. Too? Yes. Really? The arms he was. Damn, son. Yeah. He looked great. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, he finally realized what it's like to be off the wellness policy. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no way he got that jacked that quickly. Like, he didn't get fired a year ago. Was he fired right? like a month ago? Yeah. Now it was more than a month ago. ago. Two months right, ago? Right, right after Mania. Okay, like three months yeah. ago. Yeah, he looked jacked. He cut the promo of his life. And then he got kicked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's off TV. And you're never going to see him again. We'll see him on like an impact. Maybe. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll be in TNA. He'll be in TNA. He's fine. Probably. He'll be he'll be, be uh he'll be replacing Tessa Blanchard in the Slammiversary main event. Oh, oh my God. Don't even Is, go aren't there. Aren't they doing like a mystery like person to figure out who's going to be the new champion? Oh, or some shit. I will if it's heaps if it's heaps later I will laugh my face off. It's probably gonna be Rusev. Oh, you're right. It is probably Rusev. If Rusev goes to TNA, that's a shame. He should be an AEW. But AEW is too many WWE people. I would love to see Rusev in AEW, but they just got Matt Hardy and the Revival. I think Rusev at this point would be overkill. Only if Lana comes with him, when that's not happening. I don't want her anywhere. Sorry. <laughs> really well, you sorry. got Lana Maddie as a thing. That, yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. I don't like her hair. It is bizarre. It's very bizarre. But we're gonna see where it goes. I like. I don't know. I don't I, there, there's to. something weird about it, but <laughs> I'm interested. Why? Because I just am. Okay. I'm interested in a lot of things, Natty. Like her YouTube channel with her really, really attractive sister. She has a really attractive sister? Yeah, Jenny Nighthard. They have they have a YouTube channel called The Nighthards. <laughs> where they talk about random things like like their obsession with cats is literally a YouTube video. Mm. Like the cat thing wasn't just for Total Divas. She is literally obsessed with cats. And they put each other in the sharpshooter, like, for fucking fun. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's, and they live, they live in Florida, because that's what you do in Florida. You put people in sharpshooters, and you get coronavirus. What else are you going to do? Yeah, you got a point. You know, you can't go to Disney World these days. Can't, can't get a lightsaber. Uh, But moving on, so Slater was just kind (laughs) of a pawn in this whole Dolph Ziggler thing, who was supposed to reveal what the stipulation was going to be. And he didn't, so we're going to figure it out for him. So, Kate Murphy, what is Dolph Ziggler's Extreme Rules stipulation? Maybe it's a hair match. And if Dolph Ziggler loses, they chop off his hair. Um, It's going to be a trial. It's going to be an audition match. The... uh, the 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 winner gets the new role in the Scorsese movie Best Actor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with it's going to be a stand up comedy match. A stand up comedy match. Yes. Oh, Each wrestler gets five minutes to do stand up, uh, and it'll be crowd participation or an online fan vote, where you will have to call into a number that is always busy. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to try to get your vote in you get 1-800-909-9900 exactly <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta call the mean gene hotline <laughs> you'll never get through them and all of a sudden the results will be posted saying that like 5 million people voted and either way McIntyre is still going to retain we'll talk a lot about the Extreme Rules horror show uh, match card and everything next week because we're about a week out yeah, I'm looking before at the card uh, now. that event. I'm not excited. Hmm? I'm looking at the card right now. I'm not excited at all. I'm not a. 
I'm not not excited, but I'm not like overexcited about it. I am interested as we move along here in the eye for an eye match, no. which just got revealed nope. on Raw, where apparently to win this match, you got to rip out the other person's eyeball, which is such a carny wrestling thing. And I'm <sighs> interested to see how they do this, if this even happens at all. They, and, they can't. <laughs> That's also, the short answer. They can't do it. Can you... Can you? I have a question. Can you get a DQ finish in an eye for an eye match? Probably. Uh, they can do anything. If if they can, the person who gets who interferes, they lose their eye. I like that stipulation. <laughs> actually, <laughs> either way, someone's losing an eye. Someone's losing an eye. I hope Vince interferes. <laughs> Oh, I got man. it. I, I'm interested to see how they pull up the eye thing. Like, they pulled up weirder stuff before in WWE. We had uh, we had the birth of a hand that actually grew up to be an adult. <laughs> it, grew an, it grew up to be an arm? <laughs> no, did you ever see when they brought the guy, when they had somebody play, like, a grown-up version of a hand, like, years later? They did that? Uh, I've, I've heard of it. It's hysterical. Oh. He's like, hi, Mark, I'm your son. <laughs> It's it's on an episode of Raw. It's totally ridiculous. Um, but speaking of a hand, well, did you get through um, Stone Cold's podcast with Mark Henry? I I did. I did. It was phenomenal. Yeah, the the Mark, Hen the, Mark Henry did a great job. Yeah, the one phenomenal thing about it is that Mark Henry talks about the hand segment. Yeah, and, and he's like, the only reason we did it because Vince thought it was hysterical. Yeah, Vince and Bruce, they thought it was just really funny. <laughs> And that's the reason it got on TV, <sighs> which which shows you a lot about the creative process. It's still funny because we're still talking about it. I, it's like, something I would book, honestly. It's so stupid. It's something I would think up. <laughs> I don't blame you either because I, I would probably do the same thing. I'm like, it's a fucking hand. No one's going to see this coming. It writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would. I really wish I would have been in that when when Vince is pitching this to Mark and can't keep a straight face. He's like, "It's a hand. <laughs> it's a hand. It. <laughs> it's People will love it." Yeah, this eye for eye is going to be very interesting. I hope. I really hope, even though it is an eye for an eye, I was really banking on it being another custody battle for Dominic. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. I would have That's cried. just what wrestling needs right now. Another custody battle. <laughs> It'd be perfect. Have have um have Vicky Guerrero miss her cue again. Again. <laughs> it's just stupid enough to work. That's the thing. I know. I would love it. Cause like that also goes into Seth's character. Cause Seth would be like, you know what? I'm gonna take your son from you. <laughs> I'm gonna raise him the right way. You know. <laughs> It's a As a different Latino. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Colby Lopez. Yeah. It's it is true. He's um if you think about it, Ray's like this even though Ray's like super Catholic, um Ray's portrayed as like this rebellious, like renegade Latino, and then you have Seth at this point, who's like the super religious Latino, like to a fault. So it could, it actually could work booking wise. Uh, I I I just want to see where it goes. I want to see how totally ridiculous this eye for eye thing gets. I'm also interested in how how absolutely bad shit insane Randy Orton's gonna get because Randy Orton I think really did a shoot on Angel Garza on Raw. What what he said? I didn't catch the promo. It wasn't a promo. It was during a match. So they had a six-man match. It was Angel, Andrade, and Randy versus Big Show, um, who's only in there for the fact that his show just got another season on Netflix. And yeah. um, was it Viking uh, Viking Raiders? Mm -hmm. It was Viking Raiders. And so at one point during the thing, like, I guess, because um, I was kind of half-watching because I was tweeting as well. Uh, Angel Guard, they weren't doing so, and Angel Guard was in the ring. So Randy brings Angel 
to be outside and the camera like does a real close up on him. Randy checks him up against the plexiglass and chokes him. And he goes, I know you grew up on the business. And he pretty much is like, you're fucking up right now. He's like, get it together. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, like, were we supposed to see that? <laughs> you're blowing your spot, kid. <laughs> He's just been like, hey, it's not here anymore, kid. On the block. <laughs> Yeah, it's really intense. Like, wow, this is what Randy's really like? <laughs> Jesus. That's why people don't want to talk to him. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> Although I will admit Randy Orton on Instagram is hysterical. Cause I don't know if you saw, but my friend showed me this. He um so there were he he posted a picture of him in front of fireworks doing the Randy Orton pose. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's fucking amazing. I love it when he RKO's his kids. <laughs> I remember that video. They were just playing around. He came out and RKO'd one of them. Yeah, he RKO'd him right in the pool. <laughs> I, I think it was like during Christmas one year, one of his kids RKO'd him. Yeah, That's yeah. amazing. I mean, the kid was like maybe three or four years old. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it was hysterical. Oh, man. And then there's the other Randy Orton where he has a picture uh, that he posted of him cupping his wife's boobs on, like, in a black and white picture of them in, like, the bathroom. Him and his wife are nasty. Have you seen his, have you seen his yeah. wife? Huh? His wife is a smoke show. Yeah, yeah, she is gorgeous. And did you ever hear a story about, she was like a, she's like a legit wrestling fan that he met while in New York. Really? That's hilarious. Yeah, she's uh she's from New York. She's Puerto Rican descent. Uh, and I forgot exactly how they met, but this is his second. And they wife. said and they said never meet your heroes. Yeah, <laughs> just marry your hero instead. Marry your heroes. Yeah, she she hit the jackpot. Um, which hey, good for Randy. Okay. So, we we were talking about this earlier before the show when I was at work. Um. But finally, after 17 years, they redid the U.S. title, which I'm very happy Has it been about. that long? 17 years since the remake of the wow. U.S. title, yeah. It doesn't feel like it's that long. Huh. Well, you know why? Because the spinner belt was in between. Ah. Like, okay, Zach, because I, I, I never actually watched when this belt was on TV, but it was like the U.S. spinner belt that Cena had, right? That was the last time yeah. they changed it? Yeah, and that was like a Cena thing just because of, for his gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And spinners were cool at the time. Oh, well, what'd you, what'd you guys think of, did you think, they did you really, did you think the belt needed to be changed? Like, out of all the belts they had right now, I think the U.S. title, the one they had before, looked the best. I didn't think it needed to be changed, but it looks so much better. It yeah. does. It looks, it looks less, looks less, less, less cartoony. Yeah. And more like an actual belt. Like, it looks like what the TNT title should look like. <laughs> when I first, when I, like, when they first unveiled it, I was like, did they just steal the TNA championship, like, on first glance? Yeah, it didn't look as good on TV <laughs> as it did when I looked at pictures online. Yeah, like, the, 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 the like, the front, the frontal view of it that they, that people screenshotted, you couldn't see the eagle head, you saw the shit on the side, so it looked like it was an owl, and I was like, did they put an owl on the United States Championship? Like, is this <laughs> like, just I know, a I know Ben Franklin wanted a turkey to be the national bird, but that's just even close. <laughs> yeah, I was like... I was like, and I was convinced for like, I was like, I was talking to people online. I was like, do you guys see an owl? Cause like, I don't want to be wrong here. Like, is that an owl? And then I saw like actual like photos without like the glare. And I was like, oh, there's the eagle. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It also reminds you of the eagle from the Diplomats albums. If you know who the Diplomats were. And if you know, you know, I'm not going to get into it. Um, yeah, no idea. What's up, Will? No idea. Uh, it's uh, it's the rap group that Cameron was the lead of. And I like Joel Santana oh. in there too. Cameron, Joel Santana, Jim Jones, Hell Rel, Freaky Zeke, you know those people. Here's a fun fact for you. Harlem's Finest. Diplomatic Community One, one of the best double albums in rap history. Was listening to it all day today. Cause it, it, and if you look up the album cover of Diplomatic Community, you're like, that's the same fucking eagle from, from the United States Championship. <laughs> 
Yeah, go look it Diplomatic up. Diplomatic immunity. Um, and Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, there was two albums. There was one and two. This is <laughs> this has been your lesson in hip hop history, folks. Holy shit, it's the same bird. Told you. It just it just doesn't have the the bird's claws with guns, and, and doesn't say Harlem World on the United States title. God, could you imagine how amazing that would be? <laughs> it it it's slowly becoming one of the best titles. Like the the new United States title is now added to my list of belts that I want. Yeah, you texted me within five um, minutes as of part the of belt my being out that you wanted it. <laughs> Well, when I saw a, a legit picture without the glare, I was like, oh, that's sexy. But it's a good change. And I think WWE is pretty much going to change, I, if they haven't already. the I think the tag titles, like the Raw and SmackDown tag titles are going to change too. It's because I think there is money to be made in custom side plates. Every new title they make has the ability to put on side plates. You, except for the IC, I think. Which you can buy separately on the shop. Yep, and you can get your favorite wrestler's side plate and put them on their belts. God, I fucking hate WWE so much. <laughs> it's so smart. I know. It's so yeah, smart. Hate, 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 hate their marketing, Kate. Come on I now. <laughs> yeah. That's a, like, when you, when Kate, when you told me, I was like, oh, it has the ability to do side plates. I was like, oh, that's why they did it. But didn't the tag titles change like a few years ago? Like three years ago, four years ago? Like recently. They changed the straps. Oh, that was it? And the, it went from gold to, like, silver. But, like, it's still, like, you can't do side plates on the tag titles. Like, you can on the uh, women's tag titles. The women's tag titles are beautiful. They are. They, they, they did grow on me. And speaking of the speaking of the golden, the golden role models, as they're unofficially called because WWE hasn't found out a way to make a shirt for them yet, um, Sasha and Bailey are running raw. And SmackDown. And NXT. And NXT, Kate. <laughs> I never thought I would be a Sasha Banks fan again, but here I am, back on the train. Welcome They're to insane. the club. She was so stale for me. I was so bored. I was so sick of her show. I was sick of her fucking attitude. I got a little bit of respect for her back when I watched her like documentary on the network. But this shit she's doing with Bailey's funny. They're just really funny. They're great. I wish this was in front of a crowd. She's finding her own again. Yeah. You know what it is? You know what Bailey and Sasha are doing? They're doing a better version of the Iconics. Oh, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Yeah, I know you're 100%. You're 100% right. You could not have said it. You, yeah, 100%. That's exactly what they're doing. They're what the Iconics should be if WWE Creative got behind the Iconics and let them wrestle. Seriously. The other thing... Because, uh, like, I watched the match. Billy Kay can wrestle. Peyton Royce can really wrestle. Mm-hmm. But they just never get a chance to. Yeah. Because they're good, good promo people. But it is the summer of Sasha. Um, I also found out, which is this got put on my WWE uh, shop wish list. You know that you know that uh, shirt that she has where it's Sasha Banks' face and it's the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made they made that into they can they're selling it in like a uh, framed poster. Ooh. Yeah, I almost impulse bought it. I was like, hey, no, don't do How it. How much is it? Don't do it. Oh, it's the same as in, as, as any of the other framed poster, so it's seventy. That's not horrible. Yeah, I put it in my office too. <laughs> so I have to look and look at it every day. Yes. Right, and my newly my newly uh partitioned office for you know, COVID purposes. Oh, look at you. Got a little min and it's not it's not by choice. Yeah. <laughs> we have to buy partitions <laughs> to separate each other. I was like, boss, look what you did. You built a wall. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah, we're very liberal in our office. Anywho, uh, Sasha and Bailey are pretty much running Raw SmackDown NXT, and it's awesome because it made Great American Bash that much better. And let's move over to the two-week, I guess, really, really heavy battle between Fighter Fest and the Great American Bash. I just finished watching Fighter Fest. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what their I don't know what their theme is. 
because it's like are they in hawaii like i don't know if it was based on fighter fest from last year because i know fighter fest last year uh kate was it for like a charity i don't remember or was that fight for the fallen i thought fight, I for, the fight fallen. for the fallen wasn't it with the veterans or something probably something with gun control i think maybe i don't know mm. sorry I know, because Fighter Fest to me seems like it's what Bash of the Beach should have been. Because of the beachy theme? Because, like, there's... Well, I mean, I feel it's like... It's a beach theme there. This would have been Great American Bash had, you know, WWE not had it. That's why it's Fighter Fest. You know. <laughs> but, like, Fighter Fest is fine. It just, like, I didn't know, if, like, are they supposed to be in Hawaii? Like, everybody was wearing, like, really, like, they were in, like, Hawaiian shirts. Maybe it was just a vacation yeah, vibe. Yeah, they had, like, the, the chicks in bathing suits. Yeah, they had they had the uh, Nitro girls in uh, in bikinis and just randomly, randomly places sitting on beach chairs. I was like, this looks familiar. Um, but it was good. I, I liked it. Um, in my opinion, I thought Great American Bash... Had um, it was much, it was it was much, much better. better. Had a had a yeah had a better had a better overall performance in night one at least. Like fighter, because I knew fighter fest was two nights, and but I I didn't know Great American Bash was going to be two nights, and I was like, oh, that's just really petty. Like great, like fighter fest was really good. Like this week, I'm watching uh, fighter fest live for the sole purpose. There's mm-hmm. a puppy battle royal this week. Oh my god, I fucking hate that. It's I was the- like, that's fucking horrible. It's amazing. It's so good. So I will be watching AEW Life for the Puppies this week. But it didn't, Fighter Fest didn't feel special. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Every time you mention puppies in wrestling, <laughs> I just think it's really fucking funny. I, <laughs> I just go back to the Attitude Era. I love them. Um, oh my god, I was Fighter Fest, like, puppy. I, when I saw that, I was like, really? I screamed Puppies. on the top of my lungs. Didn't I tell you about yeah, it? I freaked out. Um, oh my god! But no, Fighter Fest didn't feel special. Like I just felt like I was watching Dynamite with Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And Jericho blatantly on cocaine. Yeah, Jericho was. Oh, hysterical. Jericho on commentary though is just amazing. He just kept yelling. The Canada Day suit. How does he say Tony Schiavone's name? Tony Schiavone? How does he say his name? Something stupid? <laughs> he met, he tried to do every Canadian reference that he could. Like, he was like, that's an ultra-Canadian destroyer. Happy Canada Day. That's a, TS, <laughs> that's a TSN double play. Happy Canada Day. I was like, you're ridiculous, Jericho. But, like, as good as he was, I felt like sometimes he took away from what was going on in the ring because he was just screaming. Oh, for sure. I definitely got distracted yeah. by him. That's fair. That's, that's a fair That's a fair assessment. That's a fair critique. Yeah. I will say, though, um, as we're talking about Fighter Fest, before we move over to the Great American Bash, I will say I was very impressed by Penelope Ford. Because I, I don't get to see Penelope Ford wrestle... Because she's usually out there doing splits. She looked great. But she did really good. She she gives that division hope. I forgot she did gymnastics. So that was a nice surprise. Is that the reason why she's so damn flexible? Yeah. Do you see her doing like flips and shit in the ring? It doesn't mean she did gymnastics. It means well, she did well, flips Chris and shit. Well, Chris Jericho was specifically saying how she has... Um, gymnastic experience and she has the blood of champions running through her veins and then she lost a second later. <laughs> Classic. He's literally like, she has champions blood running through my veins next thing you know, three count it. And I'm like, oof. Classic Jericho. Classic, classic Jericho. Will, what were some of your highlights of uh, Fighter Fest? Um, I'm glad Cody didn't main event. Oh, I, I was worried about that too. Um, it's, it sucks because they had to extend it an extra week, um, to like, whatever was it fight for the fall or whatever, because, uh, Moxley can't be out there because his wife has, um, Corona. So, um, AEW for me hasn't been as good. It hasn't been as organized as it usually is. It hasn't been as exciting as it usually is. And NXT's has kind of taken the ball. It's been running and NXT's has been the more consistent show. 
Yeah, let's let's move over to to the Great American Bash, which I thought was really cool to see. They really dug into the theme, which I thought was really cool. Everything was red, white, and blue. Um, some of their matches on Great American Bash uh, were pretty awesome, like the Fatal Four Way where Tegan Knox won. Um, nice surprise! I'm very surprised. Very Dakota surprise. Kai, Dakota, what did the fuck? What does Dakota Kai have to do to get a fucking push, man? Like I don't know. <laughs> Even Raquel Gonzalez is doing better than her. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not a huge fan of Tegan Knox, to be honest. Like, this, I don't, I don't, it, it's just like, she's just another wrestler to me. There's nothing, like, really special about Agreed. her. She's not well, a, she's got the she's tiniest a good wrestler, wizard. but she's Hello. not exciting. She's not top tier talent at all. I don't think she's going to be NXT Women's Champion. Who knows? I mean, I feel like with somebody like Tegan and with Dakota, in particular, they we haven't seen what they can actually do yet. I feel like they've been very restricted. They both had injuries too. That does, that doesn't help them either. That's true. They both yeah. had they both had a lot of injuries. ACLs. Yeah, which is not a thing you want to injure. Yeah, but you can come back from it. Like it's almost nothing these days. But it still takes time for you to get completely comfortable with doing the shit that you used to do. Yeah. So I, I feel like there is a restriction on Knox and Kai until maybe a later date. But I, I see the potential and I see why you would push, especially Tegan Knox. She's cute as a button. Um, she is cute she's adorable. I, I yeah. would say my one my one problem with uh, NXT, you know, I don't I don't mind what like Robert Stone is doing in the Robert Stone brand. But God damn, what happened to Rhea Ripley? She is. She just She's got to do something. Off. She is. She lo- has lost all of her momentum since WrestleMania. I like what she's doing it's, with Robert Stone. I'm probably a, because I just like Robert shame. Stone. It's just. It's such a step down for her. Like she's feuding with Aaliyah. Put that, put that in the perspective. Aaliyah fucking sucks. I. I've never liked her. Why didn't she get released? Like I don't, I don't mean to sound rude, because that's such a mean thing to say. But I don't, I don't. <laughs> How do you still have a job? <laughs> out of the people that have been released by WWE, I don't understand why people, like other people, were releasing. Like the fucking, the gals and Anderson got released, but they kept Aaliyah. Like, well, look how much money. Well, look how much money they spent on gals and Anderson as opposed to Aaliyah. Um. But, you know, she's been there a long time and she has nothing to show for it. She's had multiple character changes, multiple turns, um, multiple reboots. And it's just like there's nothing going. And now you're getting destroyed by Rhea Ripley. It, is, it, it says more about Rhea Ripley than it does about Aaliyah. It's just, you know, she was on top of the world with that title. And if WrestleMania was in front of a crowd... She would have that. That was her Austin moment, and now that was squandered. And it's like kind of like they don't know what to do with her, and she's really cooled off. And it's a shame because she is the most talented woman on the roster. Period. She's got the character. She's got the in ring. She's got the promo skills. She has the presence. She has it all. She is the total package. And and now put it this way, guys. Like think of WrestleMania main event last year. You got Becky, mm-hmm. Charlotte, and Rousey. All of them are on the shelf. You you got a point there. Well, we don't know if Rousey's ever going to come back. Like that's just up in the air. Yeah, and if I was her, I wouldn't come back right now. There's what's there's no point. Um. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't make as much money now as she could if there was people buying tickets. So th- this whole women's, the whole women's movement and the women's division is really suffering because their biggest stars who built it. I mean, say what you want about Rousey. She put more eyes in the park for women's wrestling than anyone has in the past 10 years. Yeah, that's absolutely, um, that's a fact. So it's, it it's, it, this is a big blow. And again, it's not WWE's fault that their top three st- women's stars are gone due to pregnancy, a popped titty and wanting to become pregnant. <laughs> well, we don't know if she popped a titty yet. Yeah, allegedly. Although it'd be great. It's, it's fun to say. Um, yeah, it is. But like... And who do you have left? You got Liv Morgan, with who's just kind of doing whatever. Lana, who can't do anything. The Iconics, who are this she kind scre- of... Hey, she screams. She, sc- yeah, do we she want screams. a champion that screams? Um, and you, you, 
it's it's gotten to the it point where you have to have Sasha and Bailey on all the shows because no one else can carry the weight. Well, I mean, they were doing that with Charlotte, anyways, and I and I I think Sasha and Bailey work better because there's two of them. But either way, that still exposes the fact that there while there are great women on all three rosters, there aren't women as strong as the four horsewomen that can be the next generation, besides like Rhea and shit. Well, I I think that's because you're always pushing the four horsewomen. I think it's a problem because I think we have great not we sorry I think WWE has great women's female talent. I just think they're you're so reliant on the four horsewomen, and eventually that's gonna run dry. But you also want to run those people until they run dry. It's like you almost have to equate it to like the Bulls dynasty, which is like one of the one of the biggest, almost one of the biggest tragedies in sports. You know, you had the Bulls at the top of their game, and then you have this owner who's like, "I'm just gonna release everybody. I'm gonna Gosh. dismantle a dynasty in the in the in the middle of their prime." They That's did that? ridiculous in sports. That's yeah. stupid. They had no even see even <laughs> Kate. Kate, do you watch basketball? I've <laughs> seen basketball, but I don't watch basketball. <laughs> yeah, so a little quick fun fact about this. I know it's because I'm kind of a Jordan freak and a Bulls fanatic from like the '90s Bulls. So they they won five titles in seven years. Yeah, it's okay. It's amazing. Yeah, five titles. Five titles in seven years. And the only reason that they didn't win seven out of seven is because the greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan, said, my dad just died by murder. Uh, I'm going to take some time off and play baseball. By the way, he was getting really good at professional baseball before he decided he wanted to come back. Hey, he, was, he was not the best baseball player. He was getting there, though. Everybody says it. Even Francona was like he would have made the majors. He would have made the majors because his name was Michael Jordan. No, he would have made the majors because he was good if you look at all of his stats. He's no Dion. Hmm? He's no Dion Sanders. Well, Dion is also a freak of nature who played baseball and played an MLB game and an NFL playoff game in, in the in, in a 24-hour period. It was in a 24-hour period. There's a 30 for 30 about it. It's called Dion's Double Play. He played for the uh he played for the Atlanta Falcons and when no, it wasn't even a uh, an NFL playoff game. It was the World Series. Shut the fuck up. I did he not know. A, I did. I did not know he played two professional sports games in the same day. In twenty four hours, yeah. You have it's it's a, there's a whole ESPN thirty for thirty about it, where he went from playing football to playing in the World Series. Jeez. Um, within within less than twenty four hours, it is absurd how he pulled that off. Be that as it may. In they they just win their fifth. Uh the general manager, who is a great general manager, built the team, has kind of this complex where he feels like he should have gotten credit for what they for what they accomplished because he built the team. And granted, he would have gotten credit, just not in the moment, because all the onus goes to, I don't know, Michael Jordan and everybody playing basketball. So he has this uh He's very upset by all of this, you know, and he, he's very petty. And so he tells the greatest, one of the greatest basketball minds of all time, Phil Jackson, before the beginning of the 98 season, I don't care if your team goes undefeated, you're not returning and I'm dismantling the team. What the fuck? And ever since then, there's never been a sports franchise that has ever done that. Like... The Patriots never did that. Well, can you imagine if Bill Belichick was like, hey, Tom, you've won three titles. You, it's time for you to go somewhere else. Yeah, you can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the whole thing with the, with the four horsewomen. They're still really good. They still have value. You kind of got to use them. And sometimes people got to ride it out until until there's another spot open. Don't don't get me wrong, but now you're left in this position where you didn't build anywhere else up. And in yeah. my opinion, the rest of the women's division, I'm excluding NXT here, the rest of the women's division okay. is very mediocre. And in comparison, have, yes. In, in comparison. And I like you have a poor Alexa Bliss who can be a big star and was a big star, is stuck in this tag team division where there's nothing she can do because Sasha and Bailey have to carry the torch for literally everyone else. 
because there's no except one for else Asuka. except for Asuka, right? It's 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 those three like Nia Jax, like she's okay. Her character's there, her promos are there, her in-wing work. It is what it is. It's not bad, but it's just like this. It's the rest. There's this. It's it's a shame, and it's moments like this where you need someone like Rhea Ripley to break out, and she's just not. Yeah. You know what else they need, which also holds them back? Like, tag teams are good for, like, building talent and building characters because they're not, you don't overexpose people in tag teams. And we've been <clears throat> saying this for a while. You need a women's mid-card. Yeah. yeah. That's how you build that division. Build people up through the mid-card. Get them ready for the main spot. You they don't need, have that they in need, the women's they need division. A new, they need a new U.S. title. Give them the old U.S. <laughs> title. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, they, they have everything set up. You can call it the Evolution Championship, and it, it writes itself. Yeah, that actually is a really good idea. You build people up through that mid-card. That's the, like, that's, it's an easy formula. You've done it for years with the IC and US titles. But for some reason, they're because holding back on this. Because it gives women more attention, why. and they don't want to do that. God forbid. Fucking men. God forbid. God forbid they get attention for things they can do in the ring. Which is frustrating because, like, we. Moving along. No, mm -hmm. I don't. I, you sure? Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm stoned and rant. Are you going to go on a soapbox a right bit. now? It's just <laughs> right unfair. Ahead. There are, like, so many good women that, like, are all reduced to catering. Like, what the fuck is Ruby Riot doing? Like, I want to see her, like, break out. And be great. She has. The, I think she's the potential to like be a future champion. Sonya Deville deserves to be a champion, but they're never gonna get. Uh Sonya is a Sonya is a big issue that they need to push her. That's your star right there on the main roster. Put the, put the Evolution title on SmackDown, but Sonya win. Bye. Mandy and her her and Sonya so versus Mandy for the Evolution title, and the feud gives Sonya a title. Done. Book it. And have Sonya just go around and have Sonya do a Sasha and Bailey thing and just go around and just yeah, go Yeah, that would work. And that would give Sasha and Bailey a little bit of a break because, like, it's weakening the tag titles and it's going to weaken the SmackDown Championship because they're just running around everywhere. And then when it's time for Sonya to move up and challenge either Bailey or Sasha for that title, she is ready mm -hmm. made to do it. Which is a shame. That that I do feel bad for Sonya. Her shirt is dope on uh on the, the WWE one? shop. That the Pride Fighter shirt, yeah. That's on my wish list too as well. Uh but back to Great American Bash. Uh Will, this is probably like your wet dream. You had Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Larkin. Yeah, it was really good. Very, very good. I'm not gonna lie, I actually <laughs> watched it. Um it was very it was very it was very different kind of wrestling, you know, because these yeah, guys Yeah, they slapped each other for real, for real. They just beat the shit out of each other and it was, you know, it was very um like ground game, the kind of like mm -hmm. they, they call it scientific wrestling back in the day. If I can use an old term from watching '96 wrestling, um, yeah. So it was good. It's good to see Oni Lorcan back on TV. Yeah, he's got a new Does shirt he? too. Good for him. Yeah, he's it's a it's like a bubble uh, finger that has that's number one and it has the American flag in the middle of it. Word. <laughs> and then and then Danny Birch has a number two and it's the and it's the. Uh, British flag. Oh my god, I'd love that for them. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. But obviously, in my opinion, the the, the, the stealing moment of last Wednesday, uh, Io Shirai and Sasha Banks put on a clinic. <sighs> exactly. Absolutely yeah, fantastic. That's all, have, that's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. Um, yeah, Io, Io Shirai is phenomenal. Um, she deserves everything she has right now. She is also single-handedly kind of carrying the rest of the women's division. Mm -hmm. And power to her, man. She's, she's, she's amazing. Yeah. Genius of the sky. They deserve that main event. What I found that was really clever, uh, but I noticed WWE emphasized, which AEW didn't. They both did limited commercials. Yeah, they um, did. How, they did do picture-in-picture -picture limited commercials. However, I didn't notice this when I was watching Fighter Fest, but uh, WWE specifically mentioned that the main event of, of Sasha versus Io was commercial yeah, I free. That too. 
which is a genius tactic. So you can't like it's not like, oh, they went to commercial. Let me see what else is going on. You can't go to commercial because you might miss something. Yeah. Very, very genius tactic. Love the dusty finish, the surprise Asuka. It gives that continuity and the ebbs and flows. Great match. And apparently the cars that they used for Great American Bass was real because Bailey hit one and the horn went off. <laughs> so, um, I like I said, good overall. I thought Bass was better than Fighter Fest. Although, in looking at the card for next week, I think Fighter Fest might be better than Bass. What's the card for Great American Bass uh, For night Bass two? This week? It's very minimal, but I think that's on purpose. Uh, for Great American Bass this week, we have Drake and Brizango uh, in a six-man versus Legado del Fantasma, which is es- which is Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wild, and, Ru- and Raul Mendoza. I think Santos Escobar is the future. Like, he has everything. Man, what a shocking faction that turned out to be. It's just like, who is this guy making the Cruiserweight title cool again? <laughs> Like, <laughs> who in the fuck does this kid think he is? Someone had um, to. Bold. It's bold. It's a very bold move. But I um, like it. By Triple H. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's really smart, especially considering Jordan Devlin was the Cruiserweight champion. And given everything going on in the wrestling world, I think it's a very good diversion from him. I I agree. Um, yeah, when he because he has his presence about him. I'm so glad he took the mask off. Um, Triple H just, loves unmasking luchadors, as he should. You know, <laughs> Bishop Bishop had the right idea. He's like, I am I unmasked. Um, what's his name? Hubertude Guerrero because he's a beautiful man. <laughs> That's the reason he un- he unmasked Andrade. He's like, why does why would he ever be in a mask? Like, look at him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's. Say what you want about the mask, um, the culture and the tradition and all that, but it's harder to convey expression and emotion through a mask. And in WWE, if you're not Rey Mysterio or Kane, it's kind of hard to get a mask over. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's very true. Didn't work for Sin Cara. <laughs> Did not work for Sin Cara or uh, the other guy. Kuniko. Him and the other guy. Uh the, the, the Lina whatever. del Sol, whatever the hell his name is, Kalisto. Oh, Kalisto. Well, Kalisto botched a lot, and when it mattered, especially in his promos. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Did, did he like stumble over his words and then ran off? Yep, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> oh man, I remember that. Uh, so yeah, I like I said, I like Escobar. I think it's awesome. You also have uh, Mia Yim versus Candice in a street oh. fight. Uh, but I. Bo- That's gonna be real good. You have Gargano versus, uh, Gargano versus Swerve, which is gonna be tons of fun. Swerve, swerve, um, swerve. Yeah, Mercedes Martinez is returning. Thanks, yes, and and the winner take all Keithley versus Adam Cole Bebe, which is going to be a mega fight. Uh, I want to talk about that really quickly because obviously there was a leak of what the of what the result quote unquote was. However, it did come out that they did two endings. Yeah. And we don't know exactly what ending they're going to go I with. I think the ending I saw is the one they're going with. I hope that guy's fired. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a cardinal sin. Like you don't but do like, that. Was it? Uh, why well, did he, he post well, on purpose, or was it like happens. an accident? Like was it like a plan? No, no, no. So, so here's apparently here's what happened. He didn't know that it was gonna be recorded over two nights, so he put it on a post <laughs> on Instagram, and then t- once he realized, ten minutes later, he took it down. But the internet being the internet, took the it internet, and ran with it. Yeah, exactly. Why would you put that so, on Instagram in the first place? Um, yeah, especially when you know it's not live. Yeah. Fucking more. You know, I got in trouble in the indies for doing like, for I, breaking kayfabe. Yeah, that that's something for that's something I feel like they would be more organized about, especially with results. Yeah. That guy's what? dumb, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, they would be you, like, hey, you, post now. One, Don't post one, now. Post your now. Your one job is to be a fan. 
How do you fuck that up? <laughs> Wrestling fans are stupid, Will. He's not a fan. He's, he's a wrestler. Not, he's not an actual no, fan. No, I know he's that. But he's playing the part of one very well. Ah, uh, 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 I see what you did there, see? Kate. Nice. There you go. Kate made a funny. There she did. So I'm interested. For Fighter Fest Night 2, you have Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. Nyla Rose is having an appearance. She apparently has a surprise. Uh, Brody Lee and Coco Vano versus SCU. Jericho versus Orange Cassidy, which is going to be comedy He said gold. on his Instagram, it's one um, of the best matches he's ever been a part of. Mm-hmm. Really? That's that's a big statement. Uh, FTR and Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bro and the Butcher and the Blade. Uh, and the uh, Private Party versus uh, Hangman and Kenny for the uh, AEW tag titles. And the goddamn Puppy Battle Royal. <laughs> What is what is the puppy battle royal? Can you please explain you know that to me, Kate? Bowl, you know what the puppy bowl is on Thanksgiving? Yeah, of Where course. They get cute. But like, like I Same saw thing, I the wrestling the, ring. I saw the promo for it, but like, are they just literally going to put these dogs in a ring and just see what happens? I think so. Yeah. That's going to be a yeah, fucking that's disaster. Be <laughs> Do you remember the dog kennel match with uh, the big boss oh, man? The kennel from hell match? Wasn't that that's a WrestleMania match? I th- maybe. I've never actually seen it, but I know it's a I don't fucking clusterfuck. The kennel from Hell match is one of the biggest disasters <laughs> in wrestling history. Why? It was literally so. It was Bossman versus Taker, and they were like, "We're gonna put you guys in a cage, and then surround that cage with Hell in a Cell, <laughs> and then surround the cage and the Hell in a Cell with these vicious dogs." And the That's dogs were vicious at all. Man, there's there's like two rules in show business, like cardinal rules. If you if, avoid working with animals and children, because <laughs> yeah, and the reason for that is because they're so unpredictable. Yep. And yeah, there I I think it's on the network about like funniest moments. It's on like one of the WWE like top ten list on the network where they used to run when they first started, and they talk about the kettle from hell match mm-hmm. about amazing. just how. Bad it was. Like Bossman or Taker would roll out of the ring, and you know, but dog they wanted the dogs to like bark at them, and they would come up to them and like lick I them in the face. Okay I think one of the dogs. That. I think I think two of the dogs like. I think two of the dogs started fucking too, which is really funny. No way, really? <laughs> like they, like, they, yeah. like, they started. Them, they started like dry humping. <laughs> yeah, didn't one of them take a poop or something? One of them might have took a shit. I, I, I had to go back and listen to the <sighs> show when they talked about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably on the boss man episode, if anything. Yeah, no, it was. Oh, yeah, it's just that puppy bowl is going to be bad. It's 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 going for one demographic and one demographic only. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The female energy wrestling fans. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's fighter fest night night two. Great American Bash Night 2. It's going to be a very interesting Wednesday night. Uh, according to all the rating stuff, um, NXT has been doing better. Uh, but I believe AEW is hitting the more the, the targeted demographic. Yeah, uh, apparently, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I, I'm pretty sure that like WWE is doing a very poor job at making new fans, meaning that... Their, demo, their their demographic is still like the older people in their forties are watching mm-hmm. like Raw, so they're not making they're not creating new fans. Yeah, I, which is concerning. Well, the product right now, like not for nothing, a new fan would not want this. A lot of this. It, it it's hard to um. I think do it right now because it's not a traveling show. I think it's easy well, yeah, to do a lot of it. to make new fans when you travel around the country as well. And if you don't know those people, you know, you're not going to be more inclined to watch it, even though, you know, still 3 million people watch Raw and SmackDown every week. Still. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is, but that is concerning if you're not able to make new fans. But I think that also goes to your point earlier, Will, that it's hard to make new fans if you're still pushing the same people. Mm. Yeah, which 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 was Heyman's philosophy, mm-hmm. and then they canned him for it. 
they, they canned it because he wanted to push theory and a bunch of these other new people. And he's like, it's going to take time, but it's going to work. And like, and it makes Vince sense, though, like, because, you know, SmackDown is the big focus right now. So you that let let Raw be build your stars. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. Where's, you know, Vince's baby is still Raw. I think he still cares about Raw more than anything. He always will. Um, yeah. Which is crazy because, well, he well, during the attitude there, once they bought WCW, he was going to give up Raw. He was going to give up Raw, and Raw was going to be Nitro, and then SmackDown would be the WWE show, and obviously that went to shit because Buff Bagwell can't wrestle when it matters. Yeah, facts on that. Yeah. So we'll see. And speaking of SmackDown, before we get going and end part one, because this is another two-parter because we're going to do Mount Rushmore in part two, and ooh, it's going to be fun. Um, SmackDown's wrestling-wise, amazing. Last week's SmackDown, unreal. That was very good this week. Yeah. The end was trash, yeah. um, though. Very, very I, good. I, the ending did suck. It's the one thing I, I do want to talk that. about when it comes to SmackDown is, um, what do you guys think about the many faces of Wyatt? Right, love like, it too. Love it. It's 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 more of like you know, like the many faces of Foley. What do you mm-hmm. what do you think in general about wrestlers doing that? Um, because like Matt Hardy's doing it. Yeah. What is this something you guys want to see as I kind of normalize in wrestling where wrestlers, certain wrestlers go back and forth? It depends on the wrestler for me. Their old their old characters. I think you need a special type of person to pull it off. Fully pioneered it because he's one of the only people that can pull it off, and then Matt Hardy just went bananas uh, with it. But Matt and Foley's are different, where Foley could interchange, but Matt Hardy doesn't really interchange, like, during shows. Uh, He, like, tweaks it here and there. So I I wouldn't want to see it all the time as, like, a a gimmick, like, oh, this is the person that can change characters. Yeah. I think you need a special type of person, and I think Bray can do it. Because he can switch. You need a lot of good acting skills to pull that off. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see us become a like new. That. I want to see us become a new, like a new normal in, in wrestling because. Absolutely not. You, you got to be very careful with who you do it with. Make sure you don't overexpose it. Like Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. obviously it works because it's, it's Bray Wyatt. and He's incredible. Um, Imagine Chad Gable and Shorty G back and forth. <laughs> oh no I hate sh- <laughs> oh man yeah no or like Kofi going back oh, to Jamaican no. Kofi oh my god oh my god let's think of this let's think of the worst gimmick switches we can worst people yeah, to go let's... back to oh Edge going back to the brood <laughs> it's going back to the um... brood Xavier Lee going back to being um not Xavier Lee Xavier Woods Going back to being Brodus Clay's uh, um, sidekick. Becky. Oh no, I want to see. Sh- I sh- I straight up want to see Dolph Ziggler go back to the Spirit Squad. <laughs> um, I do Becky too. Becky Lynch going back to her <laughs> Irish tap dancer. Ooh. <laughs> Undertaker coming back as Meat Mark Calloway. <laughs> <laughs> Kane returns as Isaac Yankum. Nah, dude, I want to see straight up sexual chocolate. I would love that. Like out of nowhere, or Edge going back to his original gimmick as Sexton Hardcastle. Sexton Hardcastle. <laughs> yep. Like they're like they're, again, like there's certain people that can pull it off. I, I think WWE is gonna be very smart about it with how they do it and what they do it with. But I I I think they they got they got to toe a fine line. Yeah, it's got you got to. They have to have full faith in you that you can pull. And the gimmick off. itself, like Husky Harris, is not gonna make a comeback anytime soon. It, as well it should not <laughs> at all uh but yeah no i i i think yeah you got to be really careful with the break and pull it off and he'll do it well and he'll do it justice uh hardy's done it and fully pioneered it and it was amazing but that should be the only three for now until there is somebody that we haven't discovered yet that can do it mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah i agree yeah all right that's, that's all that's yeah. really that's really all i got 
for uh, this week in yeah. wrestling. I'm ready. I'm ready to argue guys to the death. Me too. And um, yeah, before we before we start arguing to to before we start arguing from sixteen to eight, let's do match of the week, king of the night, real quick. Oh, oh. shit. Okay. Um, yeah, my what, match of the week is easily Io Sasha. Same. Yeah, I same. second that. Um, yeah. And my king of the night, uh, Heath Slater. Why not? He got a shitty swan song, but his whole career in, in WWE has been a joke anyway, so why not go out to a joke finish? You know what? I'm going to throw you guys a curveball here. <laughs> and I'm going to give it I'm going to give it to Ricochet. What? It's because I watched the 365. I watched, I watched his 365 and man RIP to his career. <laughs> yeah, he he really he really went beat around the bush. He was like, you know, you got these ups and downs, and you know, I was on top of the world, and now I'm not anymore. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I, I feel like WWE forgot they were filming a 365 in the middle of his push, and they're kind of just like, oh shit, what do we do now? <laughs> they're like, God, get him in a tag match, get him in a tag match. <laughs> like, because here's a guy who's so talented. Um, yeah. But I think I think he kind of has the worker's curse, where he's just he's such a good worker in the ring. It's just mm-hmm. so easy to put him over. It's just so easy to, for him to put other guys over. You know, it's like it's like a Savio Vega curse, right? Like, he was a guy who was excellent in the ring, respected among his peers, but was never going to get that push because he was used to get other guys over. Um, yeah, he's, Owen, he's, he's also Hart, not that great of a promo. He's not a good promo at all. Um, and Owen Hart was that to some extent. You know, everyone in the business who you ask will say that Owen Hart was a future main eventer and a future world champion. Personally, I don't see it with Owen Hart. Um, You've been following the Attitude Era too, so you would have been, you would have seen it more now, right? Like I, I got, I watched all of 97, 98, and ninety nine, and he was always in that mid card range. Like the way his career was going, it wasn't going towards a main event, but he was so skilled. You ask any wrestler, he was one of the best to do it in the ring, and he's a guy who had yeah. it all, but. It's it's the worker's curse. He's just a great worker. Unfortunately, his role is to yeah. put other people over. I'm speaking about Ricochet now. Because his promos yeah. his promos aren't good, but everything else is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, the, you can get out of the worker's curse. It just it takes time. And the guy's young. He's 31 years old. So yeah, he, he's he's got time. Yeah. He just got there. And he's he's in the company at the right time. Yes, because there's opportunity because everybody's getting laid off. Exactly. And if, if Triple H and there's plenty of people for him to work with, like there's dream matches all over the place with Ricochet. Um, and mm-hmm. if, if Triple H was in charge, he would be a he would be a big player. But I just don't I don't know what Vince sees or doesn't see in him. And just it honestly, for me, what I think it could be um, in that 365, he never got over that. Oh my god, it's a dream come true. I can't believe I'm here. Oh my god, I'm so like he never got over the giddiness of being there. So it's like, all right, you're here. Act like it. You know, like don't act like a fan anymore. Act like a professional. And I think Ricochet is stuck in the mindset of just I can't believe I'm a I'm a, I'm a little boy playing wrestler. Hmm. That is what a Triple H, if you ever heard, listen to Triple H, like, do any of his promos off, he says he always tells a lot of his NXT people when they're not performing well, he's like, it looks like you're playing wrestling and you're not really a wrestler. And there's a difference. There is a difference. I don't know if I'd categorize Ricochet like that, like that, like per, per se, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like, what's his character? He's just Ricochet. He's just ricochet, yeah. And and I, that's that, an issue. And I mean, issue. Finn Balor has that problem too. Like, we didn't know what Finn what Finn's character is. I still don't know what Finn's He's character hot and is. Talented yeah, an Irish. That's not a character. No, but it works <laughs> for you. For a lot of people. <laughs> Very well said. Kate. Very well said. It's true. Look at the fucking how the internet reacts to Finn Balor. It is, it is mostly the same sentiments, if not filthier than the sentiments I am sharing. It's it's the abs and the V down by his crotch. That's what it is. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it is. It's weird. But it's Finn for you. I mean, you know, a lot of it because we know what Finn can become, yes. but he just hasn't hit that gear yet. That's not his fault. 
Yeah, which he, is and he got and he got hurt yeah. the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he but got. Kate, Kate, they who's got, your, who's they your strapped the rocket Kate? ship to him, and he got injured. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> such a shame. Anywho, King of the Night. Um, for me, I was gonna give it to Heaps later. You did your Oh, I said this already, but whatever. Oh. <laughs> uh, Huh? Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I, we went on this whole thing about Workman's Curse, and I was like, yeah. You're so he, excited whatever. about Heath Slater <laughs> that you cut me off just to tell me you're king of the night. Is Heath Slater again? You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was really excited because I found out that Heath Slater only has two kids. I and that was a big like surprise to me. Yeah, no. He's, he's got Aww. two daughters. Which made that which made that promo even more real because he started choking up when he was talking about his family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my my king of is Chris Jericho because I was fucking crying today watching AEW. Oh my god, he's out of control. Like, I never thought I would want him to leave WWE, and now I I don't ever want to see him WWE until he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's just because he has exactly. more he has more control it's, over his character in WWE, it's even so though. Funny. Chris had a lot of control in WWE, but he didn't have as much control as he well, wanted. AEW is a more adult-friendly show. Yeah, so he can be more of his Himself. more of his regular demeanor. Yeah, Chris Jericho loves saying mm. shit. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, he his, does. it's like his second new favorite word on TV. Yeah, that and a uh, happy Canada Day you is his favorite son phrase. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that too he loves saying that too yeah I, I'm i really scared for Chris Jericho in like his older years to get like dementia cause he, that's just that's gonna oh be my. him when he's, he's when he has dementia quick. he's just you gonna be screaming he's gonna be in a wheelchair do you remember when he was doing Southpaw Regional and he was Clint Bobsky with the glasses he's gonna have giant ass Clint <laughs> yes. Bobsky glasses just t- calling people stupid sons of bitches and sh- with yep, a that's gonna, that is going to be Chris and Jericho. On it. Mm-hmm. Chris, that's gonna be it's Chris Jericho's nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> it is that's the that's the new it's a new television show, Chris Jericho's nursing home. <laughs> Starring Clint Bobsky, <laughs> aka Chris Jericho. Anyway, folks, that's it for part one. Uh right now. That's our week in wrestling, our little bit of a recap. Uh we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, obviously, we're going to switch and start a new show. And when we come back for part two, we're going to go from our Sweet 16 in our Mountain Rushmore bracket to an Elite 8. You don't want to miss it. Oh, it's going to get intense. We'll be right back. <laughs> 